welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. Thank you for joining me today. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. And so open your heart. God has something for you today. All this month, I've been having you say and remember that with your purpose, there is provision and there is protection. We've taken a lot of time this month to study out the name of El Shaddai and what it means and how it relates to your life today. And I want to share with you a message that I shared three years ago, part of our Harvest Checkup series about the connection between your harvest and spiritual warfare. Yes, there are natural things to do concerning provision and finances, we don't make light of it. We tell you, make sure you do the natural things. You make sure you have a budget. You make sure you do all the natural things you're supposed to do. But also, we don't want you to miss that sometimes harvest can be delayed because of spiritual warfare. We want to show you how to deal with it in this clip right here. Watch this clip and be encouraged and know that something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. But open doors are opportunities and understand this. Many times, enemy spirits try to sit over doors. Many times, enemy spirits try to sit over opportunities to block you from getting there. That you know you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're doing what God's called you to do. But every time you step out to do it, you keep hitting resistance. This is not working. And you know you're doing what God's called you to do. There's an enemy spirit blocking a door. Or they try to block doors and distract from doors. See, I, all, when I was praying about this thing about this yesterday, all I could see in my heart is like these enemy spirits that are just jumping to distract you over here. Just don't look at that door. Whatever you do, don't look that way. And so while you're watching the jumping gremlin, you miss the open door. Because if Satan is distracting, he's stealing from you, but he's also trying to get your attention off of something else. So enemy spirits will sit over doors and block doors, but they'll also distract you from the opportunity that God has for you. You must see spiritually, and you must use your authority. You know, as I heard a man of God say, demons aren't behind every rock. It's more like every other rock. Not everything is the devil. Not everything. Some people say, it's the devil, and actually it wasn't. It was you. Well, the devil made me fail that test. No, you didn't study. That's why you failed that test. <laughs> well, the devil caused me to go broke. No, you just went and spent it on gambling. That's why you went broke. Not everything is the devil. A lot of things are but not everything is. Oh, my boss just doesn't like me. Well, maybe because you're always late. That wasn't the devil. That was you. Not everything is the devil, but there are a lot of things that are. So don't get in the ditch on one side or the other saying well, nothing's the devil, or the other side, everything's the devil. Walk in the middle line. There's some things that are, and there's some things that are not. See, the devil knows how to push buttons and disguise things. And so some of you people, people go, well, they don't like me because I'm black, I'm white, I'm Hispanic, or I'm old, I'm young, I'm male, I'm female, all these different things. And so you get up, caught up in your emotions thinking that it's unfair, they're racist, they're biggest, they're this and that, and you don't realize there's a gremlin sitting on their shoulder stirring it up. And you think it's some natural cause when there's an enemy stirring up stuff. So number 13, you must use your authority. Number 13, you must use your authority. I want to tell you something my mom taught me growing up. So growing up, my mom, all majority of the years I was in the house, she worked in corporate America. And half the years I was in the house, my dad worked for the church or churches, helping them out. And the other half, he worked in corporate America. So both my parents I saw growing up working in corporate America in different companies. My mom was in the telecom industry. I remember my dad working at Bank of America and Delta doing different things of the year. So I would see them work in corporate America. 
And I remember my mom coming home to tell me and my brother said, you will have to learn, depending on where you go to work, how to remove wicked bosses in prayer. So this is what she taught me as being a person in corporate America. That you have to use your authority in prayer and remove them. Because there are some people who are just evil because they're evil. The enemy has stirred them up. And they're in a position of authority above you. And you're doing everything you're supposed to do. You're doing everything in excellence, but they're trying to find ways to stop you. So you must use your authority in prayer. And you must speak to the spirit behind them. And say, I command you to stop messing with me through this individual. Now, you don't do that in their face. It's like, I got a word from God Monday morning. I'm talking to my boss. You demon-possessed individual, don't you do that. In prayer, your own private prayer time. Not in the office either. At your house, in your car. As long as you don't carpool with your boss, then it'll be really awkward. In prayer, you say, in the authority of Jesus, I speak to that spirit that is operating through that individual. I commission the hand of the Lord upon you. You stop. You have to stop messing with me. So either you stop and they stop, or you both go. And you use your authority like that, and you stand on faith like that, either they'll start being nice, or they'll be transferred, or they won't be there anymore. You have to use your authority in prayer and stop being so offended. Because Satan will do everything he can to get you offended. Because when you're offended, you get in your emotions, you get into your flesh, you start whining and complaining, and you're not using your faith. And so now you're stuck in a situation that you could have stopped with your faith. 13, you must use your authority. Go to Matthew 16. You have authority as a believer. You have authority in the name of Jesus. You must use the authority God has given you. Matthew 16, verse 15. Jesus said to them, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father who is in heaven revealed this to you. And I say unto you, you are Peter, which means little rock. But this is upon this rock, which is the Greek word for a large protruding rock. I will build my church. Well, what rock is he talking about? He's going to build the church on Peter? No. He's building the church on the rock of the revelation of who Jesus is, that Jesus is anointed, that Jesus is the Messiah, that Jesus is the Son of the living God. And upon that rock of the revelation, God said, I will build my church. It doesn't matter what the enemy does. God is going to build his church. It doesn't matter what the news has to say about it. God is going to build his church. It doesn't matter what other religions have to say about it. God is going to build his church. And it says, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. When's the last time you see some gates moved? Sometimes we imagine it and we think about the gates coming at us. No, 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 the gates don't come at you. You come at gates. So the gates of the enemy won't be able to hold you back. Gates also symbolically stands for strategies. So the strategies of the enemy to steal from you and contain you won't be able to hold you and steal from you any longer. If you use your authority, because I give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This lets you know two things. People read it two different ways, and both are right, both are true. So whatever you bind has to be something God says should be bound. Whatever you loose should be something God says should be loosed. But also, whatever you bind where you're standing right now, in the spiritual world, the heavenlies above us, is bound. 
Whatever you loose with the words of your mouth while you live on this earth is loosed in the heavens above you. You must use your authority to bind and to loose. So understand this. Don't just go off on a binding spree. I bind every single demon, every single devil, every single wicked spirit all around the world. You're bound. It doesn't work that way because that's how it works. We could do it right now and be raptured tomorrow. It's not how it works. Your authority is jurisdictional. You have authority over your life and over your house. And whatever you have limited authority at what you do, you have a realm of authority there. Now, you may go on vacation somewhere, and it's a new area for you, but you still have authority where it concerns you and those with you and what you have. You have authority over that. So, you can't just bind in general. You need to find specifically what you need to bind. So, this week, you got some homework. So, oh, can't a church take a homework? Yes, you got homework. <laughs> Number one, ask God to reveal to you where the enemy is stealing and attempting to steal from you. This week, ask God to reveal to you where the enemy is stealing from you and attempting to steal from you. Because you need to pray and use your authority specifically. Because as God grants you insight, you'll know what to specifically bind and what to specifically loose. So this week, ask God to reveal to you where the enemy is stealing and attempting to steal from you. Number two, reveal, ask God to reveal to you where you need to better use your authority. Ask God to reveal to you where you need to better use your authority. Ask God to reveal to you where you need to better use your authority. Number three, ask God to reveal the opportunities the enemy is trying to distract you from. Ask God to reveal to you the opportunities the enemy is trying to distract you from. I'm going to stop that clip right there. You can watch the full message on our Faith Plus app. The series is called Harvest Checkup. Have a great day and know something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. God bless.